Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Tim Ballard Podcast. So excited to have one of my best friends here, someone who's been with us from the from almost day one when we launched into our rescue operations, whether it's OUR, the Nazarene Fund. Um, he has his own amazing organization called Lava that we work with, and he is the Attorney General of the state of Utah. And Sean Reyes, thank you for, for being here. Of course, brother. And also yeah. Sean's an executive producer of The Sound of Freedom, which is as you know, is is wow! Like the numbers are insane, unbelievable. And uh, one one reason we want you to come in right now because I hope to have you on many times yeah. is you were there. And uh, let me set this up. This is our, one of our very first operations, and we knew that man, we only have one or two shots at this. If we screw it up, yeah, like we won't, we'll lose forever. Like we'll never be get back on track. So, you know, Sean can tell you the story, but you know, Sean showed up once when we were in the very beginning and. And he was so willing to help. You're so willing to volunteer and just get yourself, get your hands dirty. And and I thought this would be great to bring you on ops to consult us. I mean, you're the highest ranking official in one of the states in in in, in the USA. And man, like like guide us. Make sure we don't do something stupid that's going to set some horrible precedent and and not not allow us to work further. So, um, but anyway, so you've watched the Sound of Freedom, and you know how realistic that scene is, like on the island, right? Yeah. So just go ahead and just jump in and what's your experience with us and, and what was your thoughts on the I, I'll say I've watched every iteration of it from the raw footage one that was like six hours long down to every cut. <laughs> and I think it's a it's it's a masterpiece now. And and kudos not only to you, Tim, for leading this and creating the opportunity to have a movie called The Sound of Freedom, but um our other brothers who are involved, of course, Jim Caviezel, who is I think one of the greatest actors that we have in our generation, but Alejandro Monteverde, Eduardo Verastigui, these guys who are genius um, artists who are storytellers through film, award-winning. Um, and it was amazing how all of these pieces came together, kind of like sometimes how our operations come together or the right people all just connect at the right time. And then you have Angel Studios, with their platform and what they've done with the chosen. And now I think this is g- going to be, if not already record setting. So, um, I, OUR by the way, was kind of broke the mold. It did something that nobody else had done in a way that they hadn't done it. And it kind of burst onto the scene, but that first operation was very clandestine. It was, it was an op that um, was undercover, and we didn't talk about it with anybody. I remember you made me sign like five different forms <laughs> when I first came in. And that was early 2014. I'd been AG for just a short amount of time. I'm working human trafficking cases with the task force that you had to leave. In order to start OUR, you had to give up. I don't think people understand the sacrifice that you and Catherine your, your amazing wife um, made. By the way, again, you're still a charter member of the Married Up Club, that group that we started. For sure, where, I'm in that club, yeah. If you, if you <laughs> marry be, be up, a, a beyond your station and rank. Yeah. Um, Catherine, incredible. And you guys really took that big step into the darkness, not only to chase evil in the darkness, but to say, look, um, I'm giving up my badge my pension, everything that I built up, being a superstar law enforcement agent for our federal government. And I'm putting it all on the line. You'd already been a successful author. I mean, you're, you're teaching at universities. You could have just sat there 
And like a lot of people looked at this problem and said, man, it's a tragedy. It's a shame. Boy, somebody's got to do something about it. But you guys did the incredible thing and made the sacrifices. So we heard about you. I'm running the task force now, right? Because I come in end of 13, start of 14. And I'm like, who is this guy? I keep hearing like he's like some Superman um, that now is going undercover and I'm like, man, I got to be a part of this. So I can't remember how, how exactly, but I, I went in to meet with you guys. And yeah, I have to say, I was a little underwhelmed with, I was expecting this <laughs> army of like, there was like a card table. Yeah. <laughs> with we, some, we didn't have much back with then. With some forms. <laughs> Might have been you and Jerry and maybe Matt or, or certainly Matt was was there. And I'm like, well, dude, where's this army that's supposed to go take down traffickers everywhere? You're like, right here. And your optimism and your enthusiasm and your faith in God and your absolute determination, like this is going to happen. We are going to make a difference globally. And it wasn't about we'll make a difference and we'll be known. It was about, you know what, if I can bring home even just one child, it's all worth it, but we're going to bring home thousands of kids back to their families and we're going to get them the recovery that they need and the aftercare and the rescue is important. I remember you told me that up front because I was like, dude, this sounds crazy. You're going to infiltrate cartels. You're going to take these guys down. You're like, yeah, yeah, but that's only a part of it. The most important part, and this is what really gripped me and got me because I have six kids of my own. Said if the co- if the countries aren't willing to put all the resources that they have, and granted some of them don't have a lot of resources, but if they're not willing to commit, we're not going to work with them. They have to be willing to help us empower those that we liberate, and those survivors have to be given a chance to succeed. And then I was sold, and I'm like, man, anything I can do. Obviously, in the state of Utah, in the U.S., but if you go overseas, take me with you. And you were like. Okay. And I'm like, really? That's it? You sign these forms. And the sombra. The sombra was born. <laughs> it was born. Don't talk about it. Can't talk. If you die, uh, it's on you. I don't. I can't even. I'm looking at these forms like going, I don't know if these are even legal no. or enforceable, but. I think Matt Cooper is drawing him up. <laughs> Matt Cooper with his JD that he got at the uh, Holiday Inn yeah. Express. Uh, and um, bro, But there was, bro, there was such a love. And such an energy, an innocent exuberance. I don't think we knew all of the stuff that we would face. Not, I mean, traffickers are are evil and they're tough, but then all the other stuff. There's there's everything else that comes when you have had as much success doing good as you've had. But I feel with Sound of Freedom right now. I think we were just talking about this. That same energy that that enthusiasm because this is really about the human family. It's not a Republican issue, Democrat, it's not even political at all. It's not a, oh, you know, you get this amount of money and it takes it away. There's always something that can derail goodness, but this right now feels so good and so happy. And I, I want to thank you for not just taking me then, because that that changed my life. Never again would, you know, sitting in a council meeting or, you know, and and listening to debates about mosquito abatement while important, you know, ever (laughs) be as fulfilling as bringing a little children back to their families. And you, you, you changed my life. You've changed a lot of people's lives. 
and you haven't done it for you or Catherine, you guys could have cashed out, could have, again, stayed safe. Um, it's always been about the children and what's best for the kids. And I want to be on record today. If you've heard, I mean, people hear all sorts of stuff. Oh, you know, it's, it's about this movie is about Tim Ballard. Well, of course it is because you are the one, you were the visionary. You were the one who history books should write about as being just like those great abolitionists throughout our, our American history and throughout our world history. And man, it's, it's exciting to be just along for the ride and that, uh, you know, you, you let me come in. Well, you're so kind, but I wouldn't say you were just along for the ride because you got us launched. You don't even realize this because we had no credibility because no one knew who you were. Right. And so the fact that you came on those first ops and many others and, 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 and hopefully continue in the future. But, um, I mean, my undercover days are done obviously after this movie for sure. Um, but we didn't have credibility. Like how is this real? First of all, the private public model is bizarre. Like it's not a thing, especially in the U S. So it's like, how are you guys even doing this? And for you to be able to go, I, I met so many people that said, well, I was skeptical, but the attorney general of Utah said to not be that it's real. I heard that so, 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 so many times. And so we thank you for, for allow for just providing the indispensable support, uh, not only on the ground, not only, um, your, under, your ability to be undercover, you speak multiple languages, you, you know how to actually do the work. Um, <clears throat> but then when we get back home to, to, to run interference for us. So we, we so appreciate that, Sean. And a lot of people tuning in today have just watched the sound of freedom. And so they're very interested to learn about what happened on that island. Because that island seems kind of a climactic point of the film. And you were there. I was there. And you were undercover as, we called you La Sombra. Yeah, so tell, the shadow. Tell, tell me about your role. Yeah. Tell me anything you want about. There's a lot of times I think um, Hollywood has to sensationalize um, the truth in order to sell it, right? You have the, We have an adage, you have to entertain to educate. And there's some, obviously, some truth to that. But th this wrote itself because we were on a little pirate infested island out off of Cartagena and you had set up with the traffickers triangulated with different cells, right? All these different trafficking um, cells that were bringing their um, kids to have a giant sex party. And as I recall, going back to those days, at first it was going to be like, you know, 20, 30 people total. Then you recognized and realized Tim that this was expansive and that these cells had kids that they had access to in a much greater amount. And it ended up being more like a, over a hundred kids. So we split the op up into three different cities and you and I went to Cartagena while others of our warrior brothers and sisters were in other cities. And I think there were about 40 kids that were brought out to these islands ostensibly to have a sex party. That's what they were out there for. And we had someone posing as the big money guy. And I was playing the role of his bodyguard. You were the go-between, right? Cause you have to be able to fluidly um, understand and you have all the mission operation experience. M many of the people who were on that first stop, I mean, maybe they'd been on a scout camp. Yeah. We, we couldn't, right? we couldn't afford anyone else. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, 
setting that op up because it was a Saturday, which was going to be a takedown. All the bad guys bring their the children out so we can have the party. And then we pose as bad guys. And then all of the, I mean, at this point, we had law enforcement. We had some Coast Guard. The, the country of Colombia was putting a lot of resources to help take down this whole operation there in Cartagena, which was laudable. Um, but, you know, e- even the setup for this, I don't think people realize how intricate this is. You have to make it look like it's a real sex party because if these guys get spooked at all, they're going to take their kids and they're going to leave and we lose the opportunity to liberate these children maybe forever. These kids have been stolen from their families. They've been tricked. The families, now look, there's some families out of desperation that probably knew, um, maybe not in this circumstance, but most of these families had been taken advantage of. There was a former Miss Cartagena. She was telling the families that their kids would go to a, uh, an amazing academy and have opportunities like she did and be able to, you know, take care of their, their, all their brothers and sisters and their parents. And so the parents willingly gave them up. These kids instead are sold to crazy Americans and Europeans who fly down there for cheap sex. And we're now playing that role. And, w- and you've built it up to the point where you're like, you know, we don't just want to have, you know, sex with a couple of girls, we want it to be massive. So you've built this up. Everybody's bringing it up. They've brought drugs. We're bringing money, money that you had to fundraise and bring on your own. Columbia wasn't providing any money. We got it back at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Donors, we got our money back. We did. <laughs> we, this has to look like a, like an orgy, not. And so it's funny because you bring all these button down guys <laughs> who, who are all Eagle Scouts. Um, half of them are non-drinking, you know, faith-based guys. And, we're we're setting all these beers out and they're like, you're like, okay, some of these, you guys, I know you can't drink this stuff or you will be of no use to us because you've <laughs> never had alcohol in your life. So I'm emptying the alcohol. I'm going to put some Red Bull in there. So tomorrow when we're acting like drunken, you know, sailors that you, you, you'll still stay operational. And so it's funny because I remember you left to go back to coordinate with the prosecutor. So I want to emphasize that we're no one's John Waning anything. This is done under the auspices of the local prosecutor under their constitution with their rules and their laws, their investigators, but we're confidential informants, just like I would use in Utah CIs to help me run a case. That's what we were, except we're providing our own money. We're providing our own <laughs> cover. And so you leave and all of a sudden, I got all these guys emptying out beer bottles because they don't drink and they're trying to fill them up with apple juice and Red Bull. (laughs) And these two CTI agents come to me. These are the FBI of Colombia and they're really cool, but they're like really perplexed. They're like, what is this? Because there are all these Americans dumping beer out all around the island. They say, "Uh, Mr. Sombra, Mr. Shadow, right? Because they're calling me. They're like, why do you, why do you Americans douse beer all over. Is is this the way that we bless the operation, you know, before we go in the next day? I'm dying laughing. I'm like, guys, no, no, no. Some of us, we don't drink beer. We don't just stop. They're like, oh, well, we drink beer and we want to help. And so let us show you. And then these two are just guzzling Coronas and Dos Equis to, anyway, we set it all up. You do an amazing thing. You, you have everything orchestrated just right. Every, all these guys, um, trafficker after trafficker bringing boats full of children. And these kids, I, I can't imagine what they're thinking. They're anywhere from, what was the youngest age? Oh, I think oh, 12, 12 or 11, 11. Yeah. All the way up to 17. And they think they're going to get raped and yeah. abused and, and violated. I want to say something real quick before you move on. Cause yeah. 
I, I want you to tell the whole story, what happened after. Something really crazy happened that usually doesn't yeah. happen at the end. But I want to say this because people make this false claim like, oh, you're creating demand. You know, and it's true if you watch Sound of Freedom and you're not, and, you, and, you, and you're kind of thinking hard, you're like, wait a minute, you just asked for 50 kids. What if they're going out and kidnapping kids? That doesn't happen. We know how to stave that off. Yeah. We, we look at catalogs. They show us the kids on phones. We don't let them bring new kids. These are kids we have proof have already been abused multiple times before we even showed up. These are kids that need rescuing and we're not going to risk not rescuing them to appease some critic who doesn't really care other than to just try to poke, poke us. So quit it. It's not true. We are very good at what we do and we do not create demand. We rescue children who are already in trafficking and being trafficked. Okay, with that, back yeah, to you. Because every single one of these kids that we ultimately liberated were already a part. Several of them had been groomed for years. Oh, yeah. Since and they're like nine years old. Since they're nine years old. Found out. Yeah. They were drugged. They were shown pornography to make yeah. them pliant so they would do whatever that you know was asked of them. And so if you hadn't have doubled down and gone back... And we only rescue 30 instead of 120. Imagine that those 90 kids are still living in hell right. somewhere down there. So to your point, absolutely. We're not creating demand. Sometimes the operation you know, changes and you have to ask for more. If you see more kids, you say, I got to think of a way to go get these and not leave them stuck. Right. So uh, trying to get to guys, I think our time's running short. The, the, the takedown, I think we had a signal, right? With the guys are watching on the island because we're all there, guys being Coast Guard. They're, they're hiding behind other islands around their law enforcement. And we have this like champagne. We're like, we're, we're ready to, to celebrate. Let's have the sex party. And then they supposed to, supposed to swoop in, arrest us, arrest the bad guys. They prosecute the bad guys. We go home. It's a great plan. Except you remember we're sitting there. And we're now ready because we've already, we've shown them the money. They've brought the kids. They've brought the drugs. It's horrible. I mean, they bring little kids out to show us, um, you know, tell us what we can do to them. It's, it, it just tears your, your heart and soul. But we have to play our role. We have to play our part. Pretend like we love these guys and we're friends. And so we say, okay, pop a champagne. Let's go. Nothing happens. We're like, mm, where's all the guys are supposed to come in? And what we didn't realize is one of the, the government officials who is supposed to be there to oversee the transition of the kids to services, for, she had overslept. She had missed all of the fast boats that had come out. And she was like, no one is going to take anybody down until I get out there. And she was moseying on some fishing boat or something, <laughs> making it out here. So unbeknownst to us, we think it's going to be seconds. It's minutes. And then almost an hour. It was 50 minutes, five zero. And it was brilliant. So this is what you and our other friends did there who were, who were undercover, right? Um, we, you said, and I, I can't remember, but we're like, Hey, um, let's not have the party. They're like, we're ready. The kids are ready. Let's go have the party. We're like, uh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. And I think what we concocted was, Hey, before we go have this little sex party, what we really want to do is this is just a trial run for a sex hotel business that we want to start with you guys. That hooked them. And all of a sudden they were like, okay, wait, 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 let's talk about that. And we were able to burn 45 minutes. I, it was genius because you were like, um, and we had our friend Paul, you, there were others under, we're, they're, they're like, okay, who's the most important out of you four who will be the lead of our business partners? What percentage will you get? And watching those guys devour each other for <laughs> half an hour burned it. Ultimately, 
we were able to stall, run out the clock, buy enough time, and everybody swooped in. We're running around. We're pointing at them. You sold us out, you know, and we're, <laughs> we're keeping our cover. It was orchestrated chaos. We're, we're shackled along with the bad guys so we can keep our cover. They're taken off the island. They're gone. And now it's just us and the little girls. And I think if I can end on this point, yeah. this is where the title Sound of Freedom yep. originates. These young people, again, were expecting to be abused. Many of them already had been in similar circumstances or situations. Instead, and it's not always the case that we get to interact with those that we rescue, but here we were stuck on an island for a little while. And so you said, hey, I talked to the officials. They're okay with you talking to the kids. And they were on the other side. They had been protected. You had the, the foresight to keep them protected with uh, several women who traveled with us who were keeping them away from all of the, the, the drama. And someone told them, these Americans are not here to hurt you. They came to liberate you and take you home to your families. And all of a sudden, there was a, there was a sound. There was a joy. They were crying and they were saying, we love you, Americans. God bless America. They were singing like the American anthem. How do, how do they know that? But the, the joyous sound that they made, you coined and you said, man, that is the sound of freedom right there. And if any of you had any doubt about the importance of our mission, that's it right there. We all were crying, of course, and we had our hands on the other side of the, then we get to meet these kids. And um, by the way, you've stayed in touch with many of them, not kids anymore. Oh my gosh. I'm going to tell you about this. So they formed their own group called Tejiendo Sueños. That we call them the Triple Take Kids. Yeah, right? yeah. They're now young adults. They're they're working in anti-trafficking other projects. Uh, one of the remember the littlest girl, the smallest girl that you remember um, that came out because they were being sold. They were selling her as, as you know less experience, and so she was going to be more money. She got a contract four months ago. She became she's married, has two kids. Because it was you know this was nine years ago this operation, yeah. and. Um, and the, the very uh, Colombian Navy that provided the boats for CTI, they tracked, they followed up with these kids because they're so proud to be part of it. Yeah. They gave her the contract. She does, she, she sews all the, the cadets, like the, 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 uh, the recruit, like the new wow. recruit clothes, their uniforms. And we helped with a loan, you know, and, and then That's another amazing. one of the kids who's, who's uh, depicted by that Simba yeah. with his crazy hair, well, he became a hairdresser. It's like... I wish there was like cards at the end of the film to show this. Each but of them. And OUR and you help fund scholarships yes, for them correct. to, to and university. And so we're bringing them up in August. I want you to be there. We don't know where, but we're going to bring them up. Because they want to say, we're the guys in the movie. Let me tell you. Because they're adults now and they want to talk. Yeah. They want to tell their story. So so I'll, we'll stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. We'll get you up there because they would love to, to see you again too. And isn't it funny when, you know, when we said, this is the sound of freedom. Who would have thought that like that was going to be a, a movie that yeah. millions of people were going to watch? Like, eight years later yeah. isn't that it's just crazy to see how god how god works and so each of those moments in the movie that seems tense with guns to your head and you know that all happened it was real like stuff was malfunctioning we were making stuff up there i mean things just <laughs> Cam got camera coming camera down <laughs> um we're we're uh yeah it was it was insane i actually had um yeah it was i was sick on that on that off right. and you guys That's gave right. me a, you, a blessing and it the whole thing was, I feel, divinely orchestrated. And again, we weren't doing that. No one knew about it. 
the media found out later, like, like months, eight, like almost a year, almost later, half a year later. Yeah. And then it broke Yeah, because that really wasn't our model. All of the attention and the credit you gave to the local oh, yeah. law enforcement and they, that made them be heroes. And then when we tried to run an op like that again, I don't know, six months later, literally they're like, you cannot buy children yeah. anymore because everybody was afraid. Right about what happened and then it branched out to um Kali and then Bogota right. and it laid this, this 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 fierce deterrence and the people were scared for the first time maybe ever in the history of that country that's when i knew bro i knew if you if we could do it in cartagena which was one of the hottest areas if if you could in that amount of time make that kind of impact and difference we could do it anywhere in the world and globally sure. and you have been and we're so proud of all of the team, because clearly it, there were so many who were there, a part of that rescue, and subsequently, and the back end folks, and the people who make the film, and the people who distribute, everyone plays a role, and every person in America or around the world can also play a role. I mean, talk about that, and then how absolutely like they I'm, can leverage this film. I was just thinking now, as you as you were talking about how we rescued 120 on that operation, but really. When you consider divine providence and what was happening, I'm sure sure God knew that maybe hundreds of thousands or millions would be rescued from that because the story would be a, 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 a record-breaking box office hit. Yeah, and because of that story, and and I think it will lead to many more rescues than just than just that. October 11th, I'll never forget October 11th, 2014. Um, this monumental, and everybody gets to be part of it. Everybody can be a storyteller. Everyone can can get help us get this thing loud because what happened to that island, Sean, you know as well as anyone or better than anyone, uh, it's happening every day, everywhere, including here yeah. in our own country. So Right here in small towns and in rural, urban, it doesn't matter where, it's it's everywhere. The last thing I want to thank you on behalf of Sasha, my wife, you know her well. She, she had the, she said, when this movie comes out, it is going to be so influential. I do not want you or you're, you know, looking like you played a role in this because you already have cartels. Tim already has death threats. It's too much. I said, we had so, the Rock Johnson waiting to play you. And I then, know, and you and were, Sasha and you were, you were so good. You were like, all right, we'll keep Dwayne out until the next, the next time. So I didn't promise her about Sound of Freedom two, and so we'll tease that coming up. Yeah. But bro, thank you, thank you, bro, always, thank you. always, and Catherine and your family, thank you, and, and everyone Love you, else. Brother. Love you too, man. Okay. Thanks, guys. Sean, thanks for being here. And we'll be, we're bringing Sean back. We have so much more to talk. He's been on many, many ops with us, many, many stories to share. Uh, but yeah. we'll we'll close this out. For those of you who are watching, I'm, I'm sure you've watched Sound of Freedom and you're excited to hear more. So that's one reason we brought the Attorney General yeah, here. Please host. Please, uh, please get people out and, and please watch it many times. Yeah, lots of times. Share, get this out. Let's create a movement and, and we will do it. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on the Tim Ballard Podcast.